Hey there, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Brooks. Join me as I sit down and chat with co-hosts, friends, and carefully curated guests and talk about all the things that empower you to become your best and most confident self. So let's get started. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode. So today, I wanted to talk about something that... (laughs) I've been seeing around and of course, obviously I have firsthand experience and I think that many of us do as well. And that is imposter syndrome, right? How many times have we heard that? And we're like, oh my goodness, like, am I the imposter? Is that person an imposter? Like it's definitely been buzzing around, but yet when it actually relates to you and you have firsthand experience or possibly if you're fortunate enough yet, you haven't experienced it yet, but there will be a time in your life where you may find yourself in a situation where it feels like imposter syndrome. So it's just definitely something that can really mess with our confidence and make us feel like we are unequipped, unworthy, invalidated, any of those things that really bring down our confidence and put us at a level of self-doubt and insecurities and just feeling like, well, there's somebody better than me. Therefore I won't be or do or achieve those things that I have a desire for. So obviously I'm going to share a quick little story into my own experiences. And then some of the tips that I've learned throughout these years to really help combat that and um, really empower me at those moments where I feel imposter syndrome creeping back in. So let's get started in the imposter syndrome and talk about all the things. So first of all, what is imposter syndrome and what exactly that means to you for somebody who's listening is like, okay, I've heard of it, but what exactly is that? What does that mean and how does it apply to me? So first of all, imposter syndrome is when you doubt your skills and accomplishments and feel like you're you're a fraud. You feel like you're going to be found out in some way that you're not really qualified or you're not really the person that somebody believes that you are. And even though there's no real reason for it, it's just something that feels in your core that you are unqualified and unequipped to be the person that somebody may or may not need you to be in those situations. And it's likely that you're probably waiting for that somebody to tap you on your shoulder and just say like, Hey, what are you doing here? You don't even belong here. And so I think also, you know, in the context of belonging, that's something that we actually long for that in essence, we are modifying ourselves to fit into different community groups or spaces or environments or even positions and jobs and opportunities that we might at that moment feel that we are qualified for, but we're fitting into something versus being challenged in an opportunity to grow and actually belong because the truth is you do belong and you are qualified. And you're when you're called, that is the moment that you need to step up and say, okay, let this be me. So I just want to share with you a quick little story about one time that still resonates with me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened. But it was about a time when I I was asked to speak at my first big speaking event. And nonetheless, it was in Beverly Hills. And it had to do a lot with the like celebrities and motion pictures and film and all that stuff. So of course, I'm over here from Columbus, Ohio, thinking, me? What? Why? (laughs) 
And so it was just crazy. So I was at a woman's event and again, surrounded by celebrities and big names and really just that like no pressure. Right. So I sweated this thing for like six months. I had known about it and I was freaking out and stressing myself out every single day. Like, oh crap, we're one day closer, we're one day closer. And I was so scared and just being intimidated and feeling like these ruminating thoughts were just consuming my mind. Like, who am I? Why me? I'm not qualified. Like, who am I in comparison to some other celebrity or some other big name or somebody else that could probably do the job, right? But as I found out that I'd be sitting on a sitting on this panel, not only just being a part of this big event, but I was sitting next to a big celebrity and surrounded by licensed and certified nutritionists, dietitians, surgeons, like all the things. And there's little me on the panel, like big gulp. Yes, that's what happened. And so I just remember at the time why I was actually called or asked to speak at this event was because I had just finished competing in my last fitness competition and recognizing the mindset that I had to go into competing and being so self-disciplined and the work ethic and all the things that come not just from bodybuilding and competition, but these are values and regards that I hold myself to at a higher level that I put that on myself. And of course, bodybuilding and fitness competitions were a way for me to really highlight that. And, you know, again, that's not for everybody, but it was a w- an area that I was able to excel in. And so having just competed, I really had no other experience sitting alongside these individuals on this panel, but I had to pull from my own experience bucket and you know, using that to console me and tell myself that I am qualified, I am equipped, and I was selected on purpose. And so this was something I had to really chew on and swallow versus just mulling it over for those six months and figuring all the reasons, like trying to convince myself why I'm not the person. So yeah, imposter syndrome basically tried to tell me otherwise. And as nervous and as sweaty as I was sitting there, I remember I had a jacket over myself and I could just feel the sweat dripping down my pits. And I was like, Ooh, I'm definitely going to be found out. (laughs) But anyway, I gave it my best and I hoped that my best was good enough. And that's all I could do. And I think that's for anybody listening is that you never know if you're qualified for, you know, by, by whose measures, right. Until you do give it a try. And I realized after that, after sweating this whole thing for six months and just beating myself down, feeling like I'm so unqualified after the panel was complete, the question, we opened the floor for Q and a, and a lot of the questions were actually primarily directed at me. They wanted to know more about me, more about my story. They wanted to know from a place that was of just authenticity. I was there. I was keeping it real. I wasn't trying to use buzzwords and, and you know, industry labels and contacts and all that stuff. They just wanted to see a real person talk about real things that they can relate and be identified through my story. And so through my uniqueness and experiences, it caught the attention of of several ladies. And one of them had come up to me and thanked me for sharing a piece of my story. And I remember looking at her curiously, like what part, what was it that I had said? And she had said about suffering with body image and the way that she recognized herself in the mirror was similar to the story that I had shared. And it was just this chimed effort of me too. Like in that moment, up until then, she had felt so alone in her story and in her journey 
And just by me sharing something that I struggled for a lifetime with brought this woman to tears and gave her the courage to come to me afterwards. And we both hugged and cried and talked further about it. But it was just a beautiful moment that had I believed in the lies and stories that I was telling myself, I wouldn't have been on that side, you know, impacting not only my life, but empowering this other woman to know that she's not alone, but also being hope and inspiration for change. And that would be something that I would have discarded thinking of my own selfishness as saying, well, this and making it about me and saying I'm not qualified. So I think when we put the ball in our court thinking it's all about you, like me, eye context, we're actually doing a major disservice for those others that need to hear our stories, need to hear our uniqueness, be in that presence, be in whatever that is that you feel unqualified or an imposter in. So I just empower you to really be that one because it only takes one, one person just to be the person that could be a change or a catalyst or an inspiration for somebody. So again, it's not the qualified who are called, it's the called who are qualified. And you are called and you have to believe that. And then when you do believe that, you become it. So I share that story because of one, it's a reminder to myself, but two, I hope that it gives you hope and courage to keep moving forward and sharing what is on your heart. People notice you for the certain things that we might take for granted, but yet in reality, that's what makes you unique. So taking that into context, I realized how much it could really mess with your confidence because that was something that I actually, I was, I was proud of the woman that I was becoming at the time and confidence was starting to radiate throughout me. And that was something that I lacked entirely in my whole life. So because I felt my, my confidence dwindle, I realized I was taking a a step back. I was regressing in this progress and then throughout my journey to becoming my best and most confident self. So it can stop you also from going after these opportunities, from speaking up in meetings or just voicing your concerns and your thoughts, or even just enjoying your achievements. How many times do we actually achieve something and we're so proud of it, but yet when somebody wants us to talk further about it or be the change we shrink and we start to play small. And so I'm asking you if they find it yourself in, in any similar situations where you're shrinking and playing small, ask yourself why you think that is. And I'm sure that there's that little voice inside of you who will always say you're not good enough. But the truth is you are. You were created with, on, and for a purpose. And this purpose is for you to really go after and believe in the gifts and uniqueness and talents that are only created for you. Only you possess that unique code that is in your DNA and nobody else has that. And that's what makes you, you and your superpower. So of course, you know, it could really stop you from being all the things that you were called and created to be. But I just want to share a few tips that, again, I go back to. These are kind of my little Rolodex of reminders and, you know, little tactics that I could pull as I start to feel myself slipping back into the negative space. And if I go there, it will consume me just as much as it will empower me if I think the opposite. So admitting it's happening, right? That's first step, like knowing these things. So here's a, you know, one of my tips is just recognizing, okay, this is what's happening. I'm not really unqualified. I'm not really a fraud. I'm not really, right? All these things that I could tell myself, 
And when I catch myself, I realize, oh, that's where it's going. So I'm starting to feel that like that imposter again, recognizing it and reminding yourself that this is common. You're going to feel those because you're about to step into something big, bold, new, and exciting. And if you're there, you're not alone. We got this. So also talking it out. I really encourage you to share your feelings with, you know, those closest to you. Maybe it's your bestie. Maybe it's your, your partner. Maybe it's another colleague. If it's something that is work-related and you feel like you might not be the one to be at the forefront. So talking that out and sharing some of those thoughts and just being open to receiving, you know, compliments or validation or the proof that others see the potential in you. And they're calling you out for this because they see what you're capable of. And you have to believe and trust that. Otherwise, you're surrounding yourself by a bunch of liars, right? They're all just blowing smoke up your butt. If that wasn't the case and that wasn't true, why would you allow those individuals in your life in the first place, right? So also celebrating your wins. Highly recommend keeping a list of your successes, your accomplishments, whether they're big or small. All those are moments that will remind you of what you're capable of and what you deserve and what you're what you're qualified in a place of service to be that hope and that inspiration for somebody else. And of course, as you're doing this, you're creating a new pattern. So this is creating your a new mindset. You're changing your mindset and beliefs about yourself. So instead of thinking you're not good enough when somebody calls you for this challenge, you can look at this challenge and say, hey, I've never done this before, but I see where I am qualified because I kept a list of my wins and I've talked this out with my friends and I know that this is happening. I'm choosing to see this as a chance and an opportunity to learn and grow. That's huge, right? So when we can start unraveling this ball of mess that feels like overwhelm in our mind, we're able to see that with clarity. And so with clarity, we're then able to get that additional support. So if we're finding ourselves still stuck in that pattern and we can't seem to shake it, then maybe that's a time where you really do need to talk to a licensed therapist or a counselor. And I know that that has been a tremendous help in my own life because working with a a therapist or a counselor can help you see things differently as well. So obviously they don't live your life. They're not close to you like your loved ones are, but they can see things from a different vantage point. And so hopefully... Just these little tips and just experiences and pulling from your own uniqueness too. You can look back at your life and be like, yeah, I see areas that I held myself back in. Or you can look back at your life and say, wow, yeah, I did something about that. And I was willing to be courageous and confident and take that step forward and look at this as an opportunity to grow and learn. And what's the worst scenario that can happen out of this, right? It could have been a flop, could have been a bust, but guess what? You grew from it, you learned from it, and now you have a big takeaway going into the next opportunity. So we can't just let fear be the reminder of who you once were, but yet you set the fuel and empower yourself into becoming who you're created to be. So hoping that kind of wraps things up and you're able to now objectively look at imposter syndrome as just a a stepping stone. It's a stumbling block sometimes, but they're there for reasons. And if we're aware of it, you know, we have going into life with an open heart, open mind and open eyes, we're able to see things for what they are. And that really is that lesson and opportunities for continuous growth and learning, learning throughout this journey that we call life. 
So we can always push past it and let our light shine for all to see, but you have to believe it first and then you become it. So thanks again for joining me today and I'll catch you on the next episode. All right, take care. Hey there, thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Confident Woman Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode as much as I did, please be sure to like, subscribe and leave us a review. Thanks again for listening.